and welcome to Nebraska Prep Zone Report, a podcast from the World Herald for your ears. I'm your host, Jake Anderson. Our sponsor today, MD West One, Nebraska's most advanced sports medicine, orthopedics, neurosurgery, and spine care, covering greater Omaha for over 70 years. Joining me today is Mike Patterson. How are you doing today? Hi, Jake. Nice to be here. Good to have you. Hopefully we won't turn the lights out on you like Ralston Arena did. Yeah. Um, I still got my story written on the bright side, but uh, boy, I wish those arenas and Ralston isn't the first one to do that. But uh, <laughs> it'd be nice if they just checked with the one person who was left in the arena and say, hey, are you close to being done yet? Well, we'll have two podcasts this week and next as part of our state championship coverage. Stu Pospisil and Mike Sodder will follow us in the studio today, but we're here to talk about volleyball. And I want to talk some district volleyball finals preview for Class A. Those are tonight, and then they have a long layoff before the state tournament. But I want to go a little bit out of order because you were at Millard North Marion last night. Right. So I want to start with A7. Tonight, that'll be Lincoln Southwest, 22-13, and 13, against Millard North, 24-10. and 10, But obviously, they forfeited those 14 losses. But let's backtrack. Millard North Marion, what was that like last night? Oh, it was a great atmosphere, Jake, uh, as, as I expected it to be because you had Millard North, the defending state champion, and uh, much has been written and said about the mm-hmm. 14 games that they had to forfeit because of an ineligible player, which was unfortunate in many regards. And um, so dropping that far in the wild card points, Millard North had to win the district to get back down to state, which means they had to win last night unfortunately for marion they were the team that had millard north drop into their district so as uh yep marion 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 uh, coach amy mcclay said millard north is probably the uh world's toughest number four seed in a district <laughs> and they're probably right about that it was just you know extenuating circumstances yeah and i enjoyed your preview story for this matchup because it set it up here that all leading into it. Well, Millard North isn't totally the victim here because they can still win district. The victim will be whoever the number one seed in their district is. And now we're putting a face to it. It could be Marion. If Marion, I enjoyed your nugget, the stat nugget here, fails to reach state. It'll be the first time the Crusaders haven't been there since 2000. Right. So they're basically hoping for no upsets tonight. Right. Uh, Marion and Papio are tied with the most state tournament appearances all time with 33. Marion, he said, they haven't missed since 2000. So tremendous, tremendous volleyball uh, um, experience and history there. So I said there was a lot of emotions running high last night. It was a great five-set match. I thought it would go five sets. Um, Millard North fought off a, a match point and ended up winning 17-15. to 15. So Millard North goes on to the uh, district final against Lincoln Southwest. And like you said, Marion, there's one wild card out there. Mm-hmm. And Marion is in the A7 district, which means uh, the six districts ahead of them, they just want uh, what's supposed to happen to happen. And yep. if, if there's an upset in there... Um, it, it could uh, keep Marion home, so we'll see what happens tonight. By the time most people listen to this, we'll likely know if Marion makes it or not. So let's preview those other districts, starting with that one we teased to earlier, Southwest, Millard North. I'm assuming you're going to be there tonight? Um, you know, I haven't really decided yet. There's a chance I might be at one of the other ones because I was at Marion last night. I saw yep. Millard North play, so I, I like to spread it around a little bit. But uh, yeah, it should be a it should be a good one again at Marion. Should we 
who's the favorite in that one? Millard North has been really good this year, but Southwest, willing challenger. Right. You know, Southwest has emerged as, uh, you know, one of the top teams in Lincoln. I, Pius is the best, but uh, I, Southwest is the second best. And uh, you got to go with the Mustangs there, Jake. They've been playing really well the last uh, few weeks since they got McKenna Ruck back. They're mm-hmm. big the outside hitter. Commit. UNO volleyball commit. She brings a lot to that team. Um, she kind of was full throttle last week in the Metro tournament. I think she averaged about 20 kills per match. I think that's pretty good. That's not bad. So it was kind of, I mean, Millard North was good without her. They're very good with her. And um, I think she had 19 kills last night against Marion. Um, I think three times Marion paid the price for having a gymnasium that had a fairly low uh, ceiling because (laughs) Ruck hits the ball so hard it caromed off somebody, you know, up to the ceiling. So she's got a lot of power, brings a lot to the Mustangs. And, and, uh, you know, I'd be surprised if they didn't finish off that district tonight. All right, let's jump back to the top. A1 at Papillion La Vista. The Monarchs hosting Omaha Westside. Papillion La Vista lost for the first time this season at the Metro Tourney. Right. Are they vulnerable? Uh, Just showed that they're not uh, invincible, but I still like the Monarchs. And, uh, you know, I think we've talked about this before, that a lot of times if a team goes into state undefeated, there's almost a little added pressure, Mm -hmm. and I've seen that before. You know, Papio's got that monkey off their back now. They uh, lost to Papio South in the Metro Tournament in a best of three. If it was a best of five, who knows? Maybe they come back and win it. But uh, Papio playing at home, I have to like them. Even though Westside uh, has had a nice season, they're they're better this uh, year than they have been in the past, in the recent past. So uh, congratulations to Westside for a good season. But, boy, I just can't see Papio <laughs> losing this one. No. Uh, A2, Elkhorn South, 29-7, and seven, hosting Kearney, 22-15. and 15. Uh, Storm the favorite in this one? Oh, for sure. Uh, the Storm stormed to the Metro <laughs> Tournament uh, title last week. They're really peaking at a great time. Um, Elkhorn South, uh, what was interesting about them was that they fell down uh, two sets Against in Miller both the North. semifinals and the finals. And they were able to come back and win. Uh, one was against Gretna and one was against Millard North. So that's two really quality teams. So Elkhorn South with Riley Gray and uh, Ivy Green, a big hitter for them. And, uh, you know, they've got other weapons too. So I, I'm going to take the storm there at home against a, a pretty good Kearney team. A3, Lincoln Pius the 10th, uh, as you alluded to, the best team in Lincoln, in your opinion, and probably a lot of others. 29-6, and six, hosting Lincoln Southeast, 21-15. and 15. Another Lincoln school that's had a good year. Right, right. The Knights, uh, kind of much like we were saying about uh, some of the other teams, the Knights having a good season this year, but uh, Pius has been the best team in in uh, Lincoln this year. They were the uh, state runner-up last year. They had several players back from that team. So uh, they've had a good season. I don't think they've been quite up there with uh, a couple of the top Metro teams, especially Papio. And, uh, you know, Elkhorn South and maybe a couple of other of the Metro teams. But uh, in this one, Pius playing in their home gymnasium. I like the Thunderbolts. A4, Gretna, 26-10, and 10, another team we talked about having a good year. Hosting Elkhorn, 20-14. and 14. Gretna, the favorites here? Right. Yeah, the Antlers have uh, flown under the radar much of this season with the move up to Class A. They've had a good season, but uh, those Dragons, um, you know, I've seen them – probably three or four times this year, started off the season with a win at Millard North, kind of 
tone setter mm-hmm. for their season. Um, Dragons under Mike Brandon, always tough. Really like them here at home. Uh, diversified offense. Uh, Elkhorn good. I think Gretna a little better. A5, this is a matchup a lot of people are looking ahead to in football. But Millard West, 20 and 11, hosting Bellevue West, 20 and 15. Will volleyball live up? You know, I didn't even think about that football connection, Jake. But you're right; those are those are two great football teams and two really good uh, volleyball teams. Bellevue West, a nice season. Uh, they've got a, a few quality wins, really good quality wins, mm-hmm. and they also were very close on some other ones. I think they pushed Millard North to five sets. They've had a couple other five set losses, so. On any given night, I think they can take uh, a team like Millard West down. But, uh, you know, I'm thinking of those wildcat crazies out there at Millard West, and they they usually come out in force for a match like this when a state tournament bid is on the line. Pretty good student section. I've I've got to give the edge to Millard West here. Our last one, A6 at Millard South. The Patriots 25-11 hosting Papio South, Papillion La Vista South, 2017 coming in. Titans are usually a power, a little bit of a down year for them. Patriots edge here? Yeah. You know, I think this one could be the most interesting district tonight, Jake, and this probably is where I'm going to be. Miller South playing at home is always tough. I think that'll be the the way it is tonight. But Papio South, they had a nice run through the Metro tournament. Any team that can knock off Papio, they're doing something right. Uh, You know, they got a a first-year coach this year, and I think they've kind of gradually gotten better as the season has gone along. Um, I think a lot is at stake in this one because I'm not sure that the uh, loser is going to get to state because Mm -hmm. I think Marion might uh, slip up there and take that wild card. So, um, boy, this is really, in my mind, a toss-up. I'm going to give a really slight edge to Millard South playing at home, but... uh, you know, if the Titans got the job done, it wouldn't really surprise me. So this is, I think this one could have a lot of, uh, a lot of impact on, on who gets to state and, and yeah. who snags that wild card. A really good team will be left sitting at home. That's, and that's, uh, it's unfortunate. It is very unfortunate. So it sounds like outside of this Millard South, Papio South, that could go either way. Who's on upset alert tonight that would knock Marion out? Uh, well, aside from that A6, I guess, uh, you know, looking at those other ones, I, I'd probably say that uh, Bellevue West having a chance at Millard West might be the next one. But, um, you know, it's it's going to be really interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if some of those Marion players and even the coaching staff show up in support <laughs> of some of these teams that they really need to win tonight. be interesting if they divide and conquer. <laughs> I know uh, Amy McClay, after they got beat, uh, the Marion coach after – after uh, Marion got beat last night, I asked her about that. She said, you know, we're going to practice tomorrow, which is today. Mm-hmm. We're going to practice, and, and, you know, it's out of our hands now, so we got to hope for the best. But you can't really sit by idly and, and just think about what might have been. you got to keep proceeding with the thought that, hey, we're going to still get to state, and we're still going to push our players. And, and uh, you know, that Millard North match was a great one, and I think that just showed that uh, – you know, Papio has been the top team this year, but I, I think that really the top seven, eight, nine, maybe I'll put ten teams mm-hmm. in there, are very close. So I think that's going to make for a great state tournament. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, before we jump to the rest of the classes here, I want to take a minute and thank our sponsor, MD West One, Nebraska's most advanced sports medicine, orthopedics, neurosurgery, and spine care, covering greater Omaha for over 70 years. MD West One, you can find them at mdwestone.com. And I kind of want to roll in a little bit of a ratings update with a few questions for each class here. All right. So the obvious one to me in class B, can anyone unseat the Skyhawks? Can anyone? I think uh, someone can. Will anyone? If I was a gambling man, I'd say <laughs> the Skyhawks are looking good for their fifth straight uh, Class B championship. I mean, Waverly has had a great season. They haven't played Scott yet. Um, Scott has been playing incredibly tough competition. They've gone to Chicago and played some of the best teams in the nation, finished second in that tournament. So that says a lot. Uh, much like uh, Millard North getting um, McKenna Ruck back. Yeah. They got Lindsey Krause back, and uh, she makes a world of difference. So, you know, I, I really like Scott to win Class B again. And what's going to be interesting, Jake, I think, is uh, we got our overall ratings, and we got Papio mm -hmm. number one, and Scott is really on their heels at number two. And depending on how the state tournaments play out, will probably determine who our overall number one team is. Yeah, I don't think that'd be a shock to a lot of people. Remind me, is would the would five straight be a Nebraska high school volleyball record? It's uh, I think six is, is six still is. the record. I think Bellevue West and uh, boy, it was it was a lower class team. It might have been Republican Valley or someone mm -hmm. like that. But I think those two teams have six in a row. So if Scott can get five in a row. You know, that'll be the talk next year. Oh, yeah. All right. And jumping to Class C1 here, a team that you featured a couple weeks ago, St. Paul, they're still undefeated. And as of your story a couple weeks ago, it may have changed. They hadn't even dropped a set. Are they – can anyone knock them off this year? You know, I went and double-checked that before we came in, Jake. And they, <laughs> they uh, you know, have progressed in their district. They still haven't uh, dropped a set. So – talk about and I believe I'm, I might be wrong about this I think they're the only undefeated team left in the state I think so you know, Papio took the loss yeah. and and I think Garden County was one of our last ones lower class and and they took a loss so um boy St. Paul great season um haven't lost a set that's amazing yeah. to me that that uh you didn't at least have a little bit of a letdown against one of the good teams that you played mm -hmm. and, and to drop one set. So having said that... I wonder if that's ever happened before. Yeah, you know, I'm not even sure about that. I wonder how you track that. Yeah. I've, I've been covering the preps for about 20 years, and, and I can probably honestly say even during, uh, you know, when Papio South had their juggernaut yeah. teams that I, I think they probably dropped a, a set here or there, but uh, something maybe to go back and check on. But... You know, St. Paul's had a gr great season to this point. It's going to be interesting. You know, I, I assume that they're going to advance to state. They've got yeah. that last round of districts on Saturday. But, uh, you know, they haven't played Wahoo and, and Lincoln Lutheran and, and some of those other big guns in C1. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out at the state tournament. If, you know, I'm assuming, again, those teams will make yeah. it to state. Like I said, we got those last round of districts on Saturday. But, uh St. Paul, congrats on a great season up to this point. And then C2, Superior, obviously led by um, Kaylin Meyer, the one that Nebraska volleyball fans all know, and Hastings St. <laughs> Cecilia. Are they in a collision course in C2? 
Well, it sure looks like it. Uh, you know, I might throw Grand Island Central Catholic in there as uh, possibly upsetting the apple cart because uh, I knew you'd I knew you'd have another one to to back me off there. Oh, I have to. <laughs> you know, St. Cecilia just uh, won their their uh, their district to this point, um, and they defeated GICC in five sets. That tells you one thing: they're very mm-hmm. close. So, um, you know, I think Superior knocked off Hastings, uh, St. Cecilia, a few weeks ago, which is why we slipped them up to number one. Kayla Meyer, a great player. Uh, they're a really good team. They didn't win state last year, so they've got that uh, added incentive going for them. But, um, you know, if, uh, if, again, I was a gambling man, I, I, and depending on how the seedings shape up and, again, how that last round of districts end up, Superior and St. Cecilia in the C2 final would not surprise me one bit. I'm making making notes here so I can call my bookie. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Team to beat in Class D2. Because I noticed you had six to eight good teams bunched up there, and I couldn't pick one. Yeah, that's a, that's a challenge. You know, I've, I've kind of been slipping uh, Lawrence Nelson and BDS back and forth. BDS, I just put them back up to number one. What happens in districts, Lawrence Nelson beats BDS. So now Lawrence Nelson's probably heading back to the top. So um, lots of close teams. We've mentioned before, D2 is a, a very competitive class. So uh, I guess a slight edge to Lawrence Nelson at this point. That might change in the next few days. BDS is very close. All right. And one other question here then. Outside of everything that we've talked about, looking forward to this weekend, Saturday, the other district finals, what would you say is the main storyline for those volleyball fans to look out for? Oh, wow. You know, there's just so many uh, so many great matches going to be happening on Saturday. And I do have to say, Jake, I like that uh, next round. Of kind of the, They used to call it the sub-state final. Now mm-hmm. they call it the district final on Saturday that um, everybody except Class A is involved in, where it gives those teams that maybe got upset um, one last chance to get there. I guess anybody can have one bad day. I think it's guaranteed to uh, to give us the strongest teams at state possible in every yeah. class. So I, I know we kind of skipped over D1. We didn't mention D1, Jake. So. Oh, I totally forgot that yeah. one. I had a note there. Fremont Bergen, your number four team. Can they repeat there? They a lot can, of good teams at the top. They can repeat, and they play a really tough schedule. So that's, that's something that uh, I think could come into play and maybe help them once we get to state. But... Uh, you know, Diller Odell has been one of the top teams, and Pleasanton has been one of the top teams. Overton has been really good. But, uh, you know, Bergen with uh, Sue Wewell, their longtime coach, has been mm-hmm. really good. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to uh, make sure we didn't oh. didn't uh, shortchange D1 because we probably hear about it. But, uh, you know, Bergen, I, I can see in the mix at State, once again, whether they repeat or not, I'm not sure. We'll see. They'll be battle-tested and a tough out. For sure. Well, I want to thank you for joining me today. Look out for his uh, for Mike Patterson's pregame coverage on anyprepzone.com. Pre-state tournament, we'll have it all next week. We'll have your Class A bracket set, I believe, Thursday once that wild card is decided. Um, and then we'll have you back on next week to preview the whole enchilada in Lincoln. Right. I always uh, like to make my picks. I think people like to see the picks. I know coaches, players, parents have been known to come <laughs> up to me after seeing my picks down at state when, of course, the team that I picked got beat by, you know, their team. But, you know, it's all in fun. I always like to see how I fare against uh, Stu Pospisil's football picks. <laughs> I uh, swept Stu last year in both the uh, the fall and the winter. He's still giving me a hard time about that. He vows revenge, so we'll see how that goes. But uh, 
Yeah, just looking forward to great uh, districts later in the week and uh, a big state tournament the week after. Definitely. Well, as Mike Sauter would say, there's no love lost in your <laughs> state tournament challenge with Stu. And, I, and again, I want to thank everyone for listening. Our sponsor today, MD West One, Nebraska's most advanced sports medicine, orthopedics, neurosurgery, and spine care, covering greater Omaha for over 70 years. Until next time, thanks for listening. Hey, hey.